Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Rambold, back again. And uh, this is the House of Ephraim show. Do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in this show. It's Mark Reinbolt. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God and I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity. Again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deggert. All right. Turn with me to Second Peter 3. We're going to start there. The time of Jacob's trouble. The time of Jacob's trouble. Do you, did you, have you ever at this point wondered why God would have chosen you to have been here on this earth at this time? I certainly have. Many times I have. And yet at the same time, it, it really doesn't seem to make me anxious. Oh, I'm nervous because I know that I'm the one that stands in your behalf before God. So therefore, I've got to get this thing right, okay? You are most fortunate that I'm not 30 years old and that I'm 65, okay? I've been there. I've been back again. The old, the old story is I've been shot at and missed, and you know what, and hit many times. I have been around the world. I've watched God do lots of things, but also have had to come up through all this. I've had to understand the prime principle. And that's really, uh, once, we, once we can really get you all there on that page, we'll, we'll be in good shape. Third chapter, Second Peter 3, 3 through 5. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts. Now this guy, now listen, this guy that's calling on this May the 21st thing coming up, he's a scoffer, he's walking in his own lust, all right? And saying, uh, where is the promise of his coming? Do you, now stop and think about this. This is prophetic. That's really what he's saying. Where's the promise of his coming? Where's the promise of coming? Here, I've, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen here. We're going to be caught away. Now, for since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. And that also pertains to the fact that there are some people who say, well, you know, same today as it was yesterday, and same shall shall be tomorrow. For this they willingly are ignored, ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. So you see, there's a problem that evolves. We have one portion over here that says, well, you know, I don't know. There could be a God. We know they're in trouble, right? But then there's this other, this other group over here that's hearing, that's actually hearing that, bless God, that, uh, uh, you know, there's hope. And then there's the other group, the Lord Yeshua is coming on the 21st day of, uh, you know, of May here coming up. Well, it can't be all those things, folks. And that's, what, that's where you've got to grasp onto. Uh, you know, I, I, to fall asleep or to be lullaby to sleep with the old tune that, well, you know, I, I'm saved and, 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 and the 20, you know, the 91st Psalm is mine, you know. Well, that's wonderful to say, but that just ain't going to cut it. And if you've studied any under this, this prophet, you know that that is about as far as wrong as east is than the west. That, 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 that's not at all what happens. That's not at all the protection that comes. 
because you're a Christian, okay? Now, on December the 2nd, 1989, Bush and Gorbachev met to start, uh, met, they met together to start the search of the New World Order. And I remember old Bush, and maybe you do too, and the, the things that he was saying. So they, they came together, and they began to, you know, heard a lot back in those days. And you probably, and maybe some what's going on today, the New World Order. What's that about? That's about the time of the end. And how did they know to do this? Were they men that would have understood the Word of God? Not at all. They are being driven by their spirit. There are men today being driven. But you see, this thing had to be very ardent. It, had, it didn't happen overnight. And, and that's what I kept saying to the people. The things of God, the things that are coming... The Antichrist is not coming tomorrow morning. The money system, well, it could probably fall any time. But let me tell you something while we're on that subject. We'll get back to it. I'm seeking the face of God very, very hard that, uh, that he, may, he holds his money system up for a while longer. Okay? We're, we're Ephraim's. I don't think we're ready for that yet. God knows. And if tomorrow morning you get up and it's over, remember who told you that it was going to end anyway. The Lord God, okay. So, uh, it, but but when you when you when you get to thinking, you get to looking at all this stuff. But see, it's been a very slow process from the time that the Lord God said, "Let there be light," and now we have come all this eons of ages. Now we have come to the very doorstep of the Antichrist, the mark of the beast. Huh? Here we are. But there are mysteries in which God, the Lord God has not revealed yet, some of which you're going to have this weekend when you go home. I'm not going to tell you you got them all because I don't know, but you're going to have what this prophet's got in, a, in accordance to that which I'm teaching. And uh, so... The, the, the whole gauntlet of the thing, the, all the stories. Well, I feel God said, you know, I feel God saying, and you know, this is going to happen. That, and here we are, dawning one of the uh, the very last age. As I said, this this is the last that's ever going to take place on the face of this earth. What's happening right now? The church era is over. It's it, it, the time of the church, as I've said, told you, it's it's done. Bless God, they, they, they're going to find out that they needed to have moved on. But you know why they didn't move on? Because they never understood transition. That which I have taught you from the very beginning of this thing. God has always done that, and we're now coming in to the last transitional move that there will ever be on the face of this earth that will ever be known. You're part of that. Remember that. But any time there's a transition, there's going to be a change. How do you, how, how do you, uh, you know, what's the validity there? Very simple. When, when, before Yeshua came, the law was everything. There wasn't anything else. Right? You couldn't get to heaven. Yeshua comes, now we can get to heaven. Amen? Hallelujah. Now what did they do back there? They didn't receive him, did they? Yet they will. Point in time. The apostles leave, the Roman Catholics come along. Oh, that was a sweet time. So they come along, and bless God, we have all kinds of things happen through that. 
Then the Lord God says, you know what? Try time to transition. And then he began to move forward. As I told you, all the Roman Catholics had to do was to have done what? Mounted up on their ponies, if you will, and come forward to the place of the next transition. That's what's going on right now. It's happened all the way down through Methodist, Baptist, Pentecostals, Charismatics, and then us. But the thing that the church has always done is dig their heels in and say, I'm sorry, we have it all, you know. Mm -hmm. Look at us. Look at the numbers. Do you realize we got, you know, huh? Do you realize it's a $550 million structure you're in here? I don't mean that by this, but I'm just saying what they say. <laughs> Not hardly comes up to that, does it? But it works. And yet at the same time, they, they, they refused. But now listen to me. They had, get a hold of this, they had the opportunity. to. God never leaves anybody behind. They leave themselves behind. And see, some of you in this room, may, we may never see again. I hope that's not the case. But you have had, when you stand before the Lord God, I assure you that he's going to say to you, why did you not accept the time of your visitation? I drew you there. See, we get, what we get to wanting God to do is to show up. Hi, my name is Yeshua, my name is Jesus, and I want you to get into this movement. That's what we all want. But let me tell you something. The spirit side of this, it don't work that way. It's, it, it's spirit. It's heart. You have to know inside of yourself that that's what it is. And for those of you that feel that the Lord God said, Now you go down to Fairfield, Illinois, and you join up there with old Prophet Decker and everything will be fine. The odds of that happening is probably like the sun coming up tomorrow morning in the west instead of the east. Why? Because the just lives by faith, not by the Lord God sending the angel to tell you what to do. That's where many people get very confused about this prophet. I have to live by faith. The angel doesn't show up every time I want an answer to something. Contrary to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish it was that way. I wish I knew everything. I don't. Never will. But I have lived enough years, walked enough years in these prophetic shoes, that I know how God acts. And, and again, folks, we got it so messed up. I, you know, when I first it all started, I said, God, you're never going to get this straightened out. I mean, I wasn't. I shouldn't say he wasn't. I said, I don't know how you're going to do this, but however it is, <laughs> rots a ruck. It didn't look good. But you want to know something? This should make you feel better. It's looking a lot better now. Amen. Why? we got some good hearts sitting here. we got some hungry souls sitting here. And more than that, we've got some people sat here that, bless God, decide they want to learn something. And that's what's going to, that's what's going to bring this thing over the top. It isn't, it isn't the fact. Let's see again, folks. There are no lone rangers. There aren't any. We're children of God, the Most High. There is a fulfillment within, this, within the book that we are commanded to fulfill. We're going to do that. We can't do that as long as we have got this section here going that way, this section here going that way, the rest of the section over there going that and the other section going this way. We can't do that. 
We can't do that with somebody saying, well, I think God's telling us to go that way. I know what the prophet is saying, so let's, let's just go that Folks, we can never do that. And what you've got to decide is, now listen, am I a leader or the leader or am I a follower? I'm a follower of the Lord God through the name of His Holy Son, Yeshua. There has always had to be a prophet, an apostle. There's had to be somebody anointed to God to do what? To hear from the throne room, to be able to take everybody else and lead them. People, for the most part, want to be led. Now, there's a few. The problem gets to be in the people that get into the prophetic thing, and then they start self-appointing themselves to positions that, that bless God, that will never be fulfilled. Okay? Now, let's, let's go to, to uh, 2 Thessalonians. Okay? 2 Thessalonians 2. First verse. 2 Thessalonians 2, 1. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Now, we need to examine just a bit of that. Because what we're finding out is he's saying, look, he said, don't, 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 don't get all shook up over this thing. You've got to understand, now, there's going to be people going to be running east, west, south, and north, and south. Going to be going all kind of directions in their own spirits, all right? And, and what he's saying, he said, don't be shaken in the mind or, or troubled, neither by spirit, nor by the word, nor by the letter from us. Let no man deceive you. In other words, here again, we're told not to be deceived. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. So there's going to be a falling away. A falling away from not. What? From not. Falling away from the truth of God's Word. See, uh, Paul and the rest of the apostles were always concerned about the fact that the people would, would, would start listening. Uh, bless God. And, and, and Paul made, uh, uh, you know, uh, reference to the fact that they were drawn away by itching ears, ever learning but never able to come to the, you know, to the, to the truth. And that's really what's going on here. We, we now today, we got people running everywhere, and everything, everything, you know, ever unsound doctrine, it don't make any difference. They're just running to it. They want something different. They want something new. And they're demanding that to be a, of a truth. But the fact of the difference is, is the fact that there has been a great falling away. The faith of the people isn't any longer like it was during the days of the books of Acts. Acts was a mighty powerful example to us as to how we were to live, both as being what? Saved and filled with the with Rahakadish, the Holy Ghost. It was an absolute example. My cry was, where did that go? What what happened to all of that? All the things that we that we read about, the things that bless God that they that they was involved in the power of God in operation by His anointing through the name of Yeshua. 
Where did that go? What happened to the, what happened to that in the church today? Oh my, we've got people that jump up and down. We've got people that shout. We've got people that prophesy. But we don't have people that will, can produce the power of God's anointing. Most of you people that are in this room that have been coming here, most of you have been given by the hand of God. You've been given healing. You've been given deliverance. You've been filled with the Holy Ghost through the name of Yeshua. It hasn't been one of these things, oh, I hope I get lucky. The anointing of God. God is present to meet your needs this weekend. He is here. He is operating even in this room as I speak. And He will meet you right at the point of your need. If you'll come, if you'll come to receive, okay? We're going to have a good service tonight. Not that I don't think these haven't been good, but always like those Wally wall bangers, you know, where, where I get to start laying hands on people and tell them things. Oh, no, you're not going to do anything like that, are you? Eh, who knows? <laughs> but I know one thing, God's going to do what he does. That's be God. Amen? And he cares. Let, let me tell you something. He cares about what you care about. There's not anything, you know, well, what I've got small compared. No, 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 no. There's nothing, anything too small for God to deal with. I know I told the story about the time that, bless God, that, that as some of you watch, and I, only, I do when God lets me do, is I begin to call out things and keep, you know, I'll say whatever, and you, I'll tell you, now get up and be quick. Get down here at the front. We'll look all around, the whole front's full. And I'll start talking about, you know, different things in people's bodies that's good, you know, need to be, need to be deal with, dealt with. Well, you see, God cares. And so one night I'm, 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 I'm ministering. All of a sudden I stopped and I said, somebody has a hangnail. I forget which foot I said, and it's on the little toe. You need to come up here. Some sweet sister got up and she kind of hobbled up because it, her foot had been, she said, I didn't think God cared about that hangnail on my little toe. I said, honey, God cared enough that he had me take the time in this time of ministry to let you know how much he cared. Folks, that's how much God cares about you. That's how much he, he, he wants you to succeed. But he cannot go contrary to his word. In other words, he can't be giving you and blessing you until you conform to his word. I will do this if you will do that. If you don't do this, I can't do that. The minute that you conform, it isn't whether God's got to make up his mind whether you're worthy. That's the moment that you receive. Remember that. Somebody need to really hear that this afternoon. Somebody say amen. amen. Hey, now, there's going to be, uh, except there come a falling away first. So, again, we've seen the falling away. We're in the falling away, Okay. They're, 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 they're falling away. That falling away, I, I, would, I would just prophetically tell you, happened at the end of the apostolic age with the apostles. It began to fall away. They were concerned about it then. Now listen. And that the man of sin this, uh, be revealed, the son of perdition. Now, so we know that there's going to be what? There's going to be deception. There's going to be a falling away. And the Antichrist. The son of perdition 
is going to be revealed, okay? It says, Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So this man, the son of the perdition, perdition, I'm sorry, is, bless God, is going to come on the scene, and he's going to pretty well take over the Godship on this earth. And he is, okay? Now, as I told you, this man has been groomed. The Antichrist is poised, ready to come forth. And when he does, the world's going to open up their arms and, and greet him. Now, think about this. If there was a man today, right now this afternoon, that Fox and all the other networks would put on, and this man says, now, listen, um, I have now just uh, taken care of things. Uh, we now have a peace treaty with Israel. We have stepped in, and I have seen to it that the oil prices come down, and gasoline's going to be a couple bucks a gallon again. Should be about 89 cents as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, it's going to come down, and, and bless God, all the, you know, the bread, the food, the meat, the milk, and all it's going, those prices are going to come down. And bless God, uh, you know, everything's going to be okay. Uh, we got the money system because I've already figured out how we're going to do this. So folks, we need a one-world money system. The world's going to go, yes, 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 yes. And we also need, you know, <laughs> and it goes on. And, and the world is just going to, wow, finally, some that are not saved are actually going to call him God. They're actually going to call him the Messiah because things are going to change and they've been so bad, but now they're about to get so good. And here we are to receive it. Hallelujah, look at us. Mm-hmm. In other words, he's going, to, he's going to come along just in time. Now listen, five, remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. He said, hey, mark these down, circle them, underline them. He said, remember I told you. And, know ye no, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of the iniquity both already work, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed. Now, he who, who right now... That's uh, being taken out of the way is Michael, the, the arch, archangel, okay? He's the one. There's Scripture revealing that. If I can't get that, get your concordances and look it up. Uh, that's that's uh, who he's talking about at that time. In other words, he is preventing, holding back, and not letting this happen. But when the Lord God speaks, then, then he's going he's gonna, to you know, get out of the way. He's going to be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed... Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, so we know he's not, he's not going to make it, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, so we know he's coming. All right? Now, do we know the time? Well, yes, pretty well. We know that, bless God, that, uh, that there's going to be a great war. That valley is, I don't know, two, it's 200 mile long, three and a half, four mile wide. The blood will run bridle deep to a horse, okay, whatever that is. And, bless God, um, that will be what's called the War of Armageddon. We know that the Lord Yeshua will show up at that point in time, and, uh, bless God, he will have one foot on Jerusalem, the other one on the mount, and, bless God, we're in business, okay? He will have come. Now, there's things that's going to have to happen in all this before he shows up. 
All right? There's certain things that's going to take place. Now, now he says, and he says, the bright, he will be destroyed with the brightness of even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. So Satan's going to come. Now listen how he's going to come. With all power and signs and lying wonders. You need to underline that. So Satan is going to come with signs. He's going to come with power. And he's going to come with lying wonders. Okay, this guy's going to call fire down from heaven just like Elijah. This guy's going to, you know, in fact, we'll get to the part, but he's going to be assassinated, if you will, and be raised from the dead. Now, will that cause the world? Oh, absolutely. You know, not that they're not going to be mesmerized and hooked with the, the whole thing as to where it's at anyway, because they will be. Now, it goes on to say in the 10th verse, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of truth, that they might be saved. Now, 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 you see, those people that are going to get caught, they wouldn't receive, they would not receive the love of the truth. Now, now, folks, you want to underline this and maybe make a note here, because everybody thinks that, bless God, that, oh, oh, well, now, now, now see, because they receive not the love of the truth. No, they say, oh, this is the church. Everybody else didn't read the truth of the Messiah. No, no, no. They wouldn't receive the love of the truth. We have transitioned. Ephraim has to go home. God is gathering Ephraim, preparing Ephraim to go home in that time, in that season of which only he knows. Okay? That's, that's, that's who's being talked about here. That's not the overall church. The mistake that's made in most of the prophecy within what I'm doing this weekend is everybody thinks it's the church and the church is safe. No, 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 no. That's not, no, the church isn't safe. The church is in trouble. And I've told you that for five years. The church is in a heap of trouble. This thing is coming down, and it's coming down a lot quicker than, bless God, than even I want to think that it was coming down. Let's go on. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Oh, man. What does that exactly mean? They'll have no choice. He's going to send them strong delusion. He's going to purpose their hearts. He's going to purpose their minds, and they're going to believe this lie. You mean God's against us? No, no, no. God's for us. The fact of the matter is, though, that God has got this thing set up, and he's got to set up it the way he wanted to. Now listen, 12, that they all might be damned who believe not in the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. What is unrighteousness? It's everything that's not the truth. Now, here's where the problem lies. Are you ready? And I hope you are. Because the church thinks that they've decided what's truth and what isn't truth, they wrote it down, and here it is. Now, brothers and sisters, for those of you that know that this whole gathering of Ephraim is the truth, say amen. Amen. Now, did that make it the truth? No. What made it the truth was the Scriptures and the Lord God saying, this is truth. Now, if in fact the church, and they don't, if they don't believe that, what does that make them? Their righteousness is within Christ. Agreed. But the truth. See, the, the, word, the word is what will what? Make us free, set us free. But it says, they, that, that they all, all, not just part of them, might be damned who believe not the truth. 
So if they didn't believe the truth, now I know what the church, I know what the Baptists preach, that the truth is Christ. I have no problem with that. But we're not talking here about everlasting life. We're talking here about the son of perdition, the Antichrist. We're talking here about an entirely different subject than, what, than, unfortunately, what a lot of them have tried to write books about and make tapes about or CDs about or whatever about. But he says that he's going to send them and they're going to believe a lie. But do you see, they believe not but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So is it unrighteous, bless God, if you don't believe the absolute truth about God's transition? Yeah, it is. To move with God, you have got to be into his truth. To know what to do good and to do not is what? Sin. Well, what if they don't know it? Well, i got news for you. They may not know it, but the fact of it is in this case, it is. Not because this prophet says it is, not because you agree with this prophet, but it's because what God says within the Scriptures. Now, the, the, the thing here about this is, is when he's going to send, put strong, bring strong delusion, that they're going to believe a lie. In other words, this thing is going to multiply itself and multiply itself and multiply itself to the place where if you think that family and friends are coming against you now, hang on. Okay? Because we're not only the oddball out, we're the oddball out. Well, I mean, after all. And, and I know that most of you in this room have heard the stories. You've heard the things that, bless God, that, that you know, that, that, that the church says and the, the things that have taken place and, oh, how you're so wrong. And the, but you see, Christ was so wrong too, folks. He was wrong. They, they agreed he was wrong. To such a point, they hung him upon the tree. So just because the multitudes vote and say this is right and this is wrong. That doesn't make it so. And that's really, in this, in this time that we're coming into, the line is being drawn, and, and the, the forces of light and forces of darkness are lining up. The problem is the powers of darkness have been given a lot of authority in this time that's coming. Enough authority. Why? Through strong delusion. Sent by who? God himself. Now, is it sounding a whole lot more important to understand the purpose of your temptation? Hmm? Yeah. You have to understand. God is continually trying to find out what this here is saying. Well, I shouldn't say trying to. He knows what this is saying. So he lets us participate in different whatevers to see what we're going to say while we're in that whatevers, okay? And, and again, uh, many of us uh, fail during that time. That, that's why we're trying to get you to the place where you will be successful. The book of Revelation, if you will be so kind, the 13th, the 13th uh, chapter in the first verse. The book in which the angel said that I was to leave alone until that time. <laughs> well... You know, 40 is a, a good number of God, and it's almost 40 years went past, and all of a sudden, here we are, folks. Seemed like it was just yesterday, didn't it? 13, verse 1. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and, I, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and seven horns, and upon the horns ten crowns, and upon the, upon the heads the name of blasphemy. So it's not good. 
And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him power and his seat and great authority. So he's going to have power. He's going to, he's going to be set upon a seat, and he's going to have great authority. And I saw one of the heads as it were wounded to death, okay? And his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wandered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him? Nobody. Everybody's foreign. And there was given him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemes, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. So we know that he's going to be in business uh, for forty and two months. He's going to be in business. He's going to have power. And he opened his mouth in blaspheme against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. He's not going to miss anything, is he? And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. You need to underline that. He's going to be make war with the saints. Okay? Anybody that that that's attached themselves to the Lord God, and he is going to overcome them. Now now this is very important to grab onto. There isn't any oh in the name of Jesus or oh I plead the blood, which I've been trying to tell you forever that that isn't going to do anything for you. But the fact of the matter is, he's going to overcome them. Power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. So he, he's got everything. He's got power. And, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Now listen, whose names are not written in the book of the Lamb of Life slain from the foundations of the world. So those that have been saved still at this point have an opportunity. All right? They are going to be, they are going to be overcome. They're going to be overcome by the power of the Antichrist. But... At the same time, if your name is in the in, in the in the you know the book of the uh, book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundations of the world, now if any man hath an ear, let him hear. So, if you have received Yeshua into your heart, and you have walked according to the Word of God with that, then you're you're written you're written in the book. I believe that every one of you are written in that book. So that means something. That, that's, that's powerful, okay? Because, again, it doesn't mean that they're not going to be overcome. Because they are, it says, And was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. So he is going to have power. Now, now I know this is just hard to grasp onto, that God is going to permit and give power under darkness to do these things. But, folks, let me tell you something. This is all unto what he has written, the Lord God. This is according to his plan, and this is the way he chose that it would work out. Now, is this the way I would have chosen? Well, are you? Well, absolutely not. But there's a time that comes. There's reasons why we've come to this time. And one day I will do a complete study about the shed blood. This on the earth, okay? There's something very deep and very prophetic about that. But there's been innocent blood on this earth for generations upon the earth that has to be avenged. 
by God, promised by God, and it will be. That's part of this thing. We have to realize that we somehow have stumbled. Some of you that have been around me for quite some time have begun to understand that sin can be a lot of things. And some of you are beginning to understand that I keep saying until you get that out of your life, you're not going to get any closer to God than you've ever been. Some of you are about to understand that. Some of you have the audacity to call and say to Donna, Oh, but I'm keeping the Sabbath. I'm keeping new moon and the festivals, the testimony of Jesus, and everything's hell in my house. Grow up. Get the sin out of your life. You're going to have to get the sin out of your life. This thing doesn't work through dirty vessels. This thing works as you clean your life up. Some of you need to hear that this afternoon. I just hope you can begin to, you know, open open up your noggin and your heart and begin to understand it. Because God wants to see. See, uh, folks, we're all that God's got left to use. Wow, it felt pretty good, didn't it? We're all, folks, we're it. It's kind of a motley crew at best, but we're it. There isn't anybody else. If we don't do this, it wouldn't get done. But guess what? I'm going to do it. Some of you definitely are going to do it. And I pray to God that all of you do. Because it ain't going to be no fun to stand before the Lord God and have to answer for this. You have been divinely chosen by God. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't to your, oh, look at me. It's your destiny that he placed in you before he placed you into your mother's wombs. Come forth and receive your destiny. And that's what this is about. Come forth and receive, receive your destiny. So we go, he goes on, and he says, the tenth verse, And he that leadeth unto captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with a sword must be killed with a sword. Here is the patience and the faith of saints. You need to underline that. So we don't want to get into this thing about taking up the sword, grabbing the gun, okay? Because if you're, if you're going to kill, you're going to be killed. And he says, here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Well, wait a minute. Now, now, wait, now wait a minute, prophet. What does that mean? Remember me t- telling you the story how God taught me in a vision? Hmm? Where I was in that vision and, 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 and they were about to kill me in the vision. And he said, point your finger and speak my name. I said, Yeshua. That one fell. Yeshua. That one fell. And as a joke, I go, Phew. Not bad. (laughs) You see, folks, what we don't know, that he's mighty enough to open up oceans, to raise the dead. Hmm? He's mighty enough to take care of us. We, because of our carnality, have been taught, you better do for yourself if it's going to get, get done, and that's the way it's been. Now we're beginning to find out that we are going to have to be patient and we're going to have to stand in circumstances. Hey, they're down the block and they're coming. Grab the gun, Lucille. (laughs) Don't take your gun to town, all right? I don't think that was the right song, was it? Was it, (laughs) Kayleen? 
embarrass Kayleen, I'm sorry. <laughs> With your patience. That's what's going to deliver you is your patience. It's not going to be your might. It's not going to be because of how many bullets you stored in the basement. It's going to be your patience and your faith in the Lord God and what He told you who you are. Wow, what a powerful story. 11, and, and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth and, and had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, and he exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth in them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he, go, and he doeth great wonders so that he maketh a fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of men. Now, let me, let me, let me tell you why this is going to be so, uh, such a draw to the people of the earth. It's the same thing that I've always said. We don't have any prophets besides, that I know of besides this prophet that, bless God, that can perform absolutely out-and-out out miracles coming from heaven itself, down out of the sky, and doing the things that God lets me do. Now, because not, and the church pretty well has settled in with the fact that these were just good stories that were told so we'd have faith in God. That's pretty well the way they're talking now about the power of God in what we call the Bible, or you call the Bible. And so, so when somebody shows up and in front of God, I'm sure the TV cameras will be there, the satellite TV all the way around the world, and he calls fire down on this earth. How many is that going to settle that this guy's God? Just about everybody. That's going to eliminate 99.9%, I have no idea, but that's what we always say, of the whole realm of the world, including Christianity. Let no man deceive you, what the Lord Yeshua said. This man is going to come with lying signs and wonders. Now, how are we going to know who, who he is? We're going to know who he is, bless God, by the fact that he will be the man that will implement and bring forth the peace treaty of Israel. All right? Now, I think, and I've got this written down back here, and if I find it, I think I better just leave it alone until I, until I get there, probably should. They're talking about the, the, the dates of the vision and how God spoke to me within the vision that the, the whole thing, how that, that was all going to come, come forward, and uh, how the fact it was going to be started uh, in the beginning, I think it was 1993 of the Peace Accords. I'll find it and we'll read it when we get to there. But the fact, what God told me to tell the people at that time was that this peace, that was the beginning of what would be the seven-year peace treaty that would be signed. But the angel said, you tell the people that it will be many, many, many years before it actually comes about. But he said in the spirit, he said it was done. They began it. So now we're at a point where our leaders here in the United States have all, since that time, thought they themselves to be the one to do what? Going to bring them. Won't that look good in the history books that it was me, President Obama, that brought forth? So we, as America, have put great amount of pressure, great amount of pressure upon Israel. To be able to control them and bless God to keep them in line. Now, when I had the opportunity a number of years ago to be in Jerusalem talking to the rabbis, I said unto them 
that you know, and to another uh, political leader of Israel, I said to them, I said, you know, when the time comes and you guys tell the United States where to get off, I said, we can go on with this thing. Because Israel belongs to God, not the United States of America. Israel, bless God, will overcome, not with the United States and, and the United States power and money. They will overcome the, by the Lord God himself in the name of Yeshua. And I said, when you guys get smart enough to realize that, we can get on with this thing. And I said, until then, I don't know how long this thing's going to drag out. I didn't and still don't. I do know that I prophesied uh, the next time I was in Jerusalem that the man that gave away the land, or, or that was trying to give it away, which was Shrone, that, bless God, that that man would die. It would be a sign from God, you don't be given away any more of our land. Amen. We go back to Israel, it will all be ours. We'll not have to fight, nor will we have to war in order to have Saudi Arabia and all that oil. See, I hope they slow production down, folks. That's our oil, okay? <laughs> it doesn't keep me up nights, but it's the fact, all right? All the way to the Euphrates, all up through Syria, that's all ours. Well, how's that going to happen? I don't know. Maybe this prophet just walks out and says, hey, you know what? The land's about to open up and swallow you and yours because it's ours. And God said, yeah, something's going to happen. But we're told that we'll not have to make war, that that land will be our land again. And, and you know, and, that, and that's what I told him when it was over. I said, hey, boys, we don't have enough land the way it is. I said, you, you've, let, you've let all this be stolen. Well, now, now it was written. Now listen, don't, don't you ever, ever, ever think that the rabbis don't understand and know the word, because they do. Well, 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 it's written that we were to come back to the land first, and we were to keep the land. I said, yes, you've done a very good job. And thank you for all the blood that you had to spill to do that. But read the rest of the scriptures, my brother Jews. Because it ain't over till it's over. Amen. Quote from Yogi Bear. <laughs> it ain't over till it's over. He said, back up, move over. The Lord God, he comes, all right? Hey, thank you so much, Prophet Deckard. Again, you can get a hold of us at the website, www.jewishprophet.com, and you can find out, again, all this material that you're hearing taught every day, every week. Folks, you want to get out there and start taking a look at that and start ordering that material because you need to get a hold of that and start to apply that into your life so that it will change your life. You know what? You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com. We'll be praying for your prayer request. Shalom until tomorrow. And remember, with God, all things are possible. Thank you.